I loved working with Karrion Cross and and uh, Scarlet as well. They, mm-hmm. they had a vision. They had a, a vision for that character. He never came without an idea. He never said, your idea sucks. I, I got a better one. You know what I mean? He was always, uh, excuse me, collaborative. And so I really enjoyed working with him. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hey, guess what? This is Dr. Chris Featherstone here with the man, Vince Russo, with the man's man, the road There it is, the pellet guns coming out from the hip, ladies and gentlemen. This is the wrestling outlaw. See, I wish I had a, I have a, an echo. Here we go. The wrestling oh. outlaw. Very nice. Today, today, today. Yeah. It's the greatest day, day, day. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's dig right into it by shooting from the hip. Cool. We're going we're gonna to start off with Road Dog working with Karrion Cross. So he comes back, he attacks Drew McIntyre, and he looks at Roman Reigns for a for a TikTok. So I want I want to know how it was working with Karrion Cross, and also want to want you to park this in the back of your head after you answer that. I'm interested in your thoughts about the rumors of them splitting the championships as well. So we'll we'll uh, I'll I'll kind of give you that to, to to run with. Okay. Um. Yeah. Look, I loved working with Karrion Cross and and. Uh... Scarlet as well. They, they had a vision. They had a, a vision for that character. He never came without an idea. He never said, your idea sucks. I, I got a better one. You know what I mean? He was always, uh, excuse me, collaborative. And so I really enjoyed working with him. Now, should he have gone, or I guess, is that for Vince? Should he have gone straight for Roman? No, no, you, you can answer that too. I, Look, I, I, I just, I, on I, I don't know that he went straight for Roman. I think he made a imp- big impact on his return and now you have something set up with either drew or roman on the other side um and so i i i kind of looked at it that way instead of uh i look i guess you i guess you can't have it both ways either you're going for roman or he's not but i think that's also a big uh step in the right direction for his uh you know for us to his debut Hmm. Uh, we talked about this before, uh, Vince, you and I, as far as carrying across. You see you see a potential for him to be champ if the cards were played right. Yeah, well, remember, Chris, I kept saying, you know, Brian, one thing I kept saying was, you know, who's going to dethrone, you know, Roman? Who's gonna, And I yeah. kept saying, the, the guy's not there. Yeah, yeah. Whoever he is, he's not there. So when carrying across came out, I was like, great. But, Brian, yeah. you, you know, bro, you know – I love what they did. Listen, bro, I met this guy one time because Disco trained him. So yeah. Disco introduced him to me one time and we had breakfast or something. Bro, this is a yes sir, no sir yeah. type of guy. And those guys are few and far between now, Brian. You you Amen. know that, right? Amen. And yeah. he stood out like a sore th- thumb at NXT. Yeah. So, so, you know, but the thing is, and, you know, Brian, you'll know this. I, I, I like the spot they put him there because I don't think there was anybody there to beat Roman. But yeah. now, Brian, you know the. They got to be very careful with the booking. Yeah. Very, very careful with they've got to keep him clean and keep him yeah. pure. And well, well, I look, I, I don't believe that was possible under the, uh, the previous regime. Yeah. I fully believe it's possible oh. and believe in it a hundred percent that it will, 
it will be that way. Um, mm. It was known at NXT that, he, that we need to protect this character as much as possible, and, and it'll be known up there too. From just the, and I know that just from the way they debuted him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hunter had faith in him, and he still does apparently. See, I didn't like the spot. I, I didn't. I didn't like the spot where he was debuted. I think they should have made him a killer more. I, I think. Okay. I, 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 you know, to me, I'm thinking like, okay, people don't really. A lot of people don't know who Killer Cross is from a spectator perspective, you know, when it comes to SmackDown. And I think, you know, the the and you know, the the internet darlings, of course they know who they are, who Killer Cross is, right? Right. But at the same time, you need to make him a killer. I think the last time we saw this guy on television to some of the casual fans, he was losing to Jeff Hardy his first match and, you know, having 50 yeah. 50s with but the Bearcat, you know, American <laughs> Bearcat Lee, you know what I mean? And so it's like that that's was that was the last image that we saw of Karrion Cross. And to me, him coming in beating up Drew, that makes that doesn't help Drew, and especially if Drew's the number one guy in the you know, the number one contender right now. Yeah, I think it has to be that type of parallels and then they cross paths i think you build up cross and you make him a killer and having him going having feuds and just demolishing people and then you have drew beat roman and then to me crossing paths further down the line it makes it look bigger i mean yeah. what are y'all thoughts on that i don't i don't disagree with that i mean i look i i i think the reason was uh shock and awe new regime yeah. Yeah. throw everything at the thing and we can come back to this story on either side either with roman or with drew or with both you know what i mean so i i i think you are 100 right if they would have made that choice and put some steam under him and make him a more of a killer on their on their shows that it that it would have been better but i think hunter's trying to look look guys that the, there's a new regime and there's a new sheriff in town yeah. uh and things are going to be different now. And yeah. here's here's how. And yeah. so right, wrong, or indifferent, I, I don't think it was a failure. To your point, it could have been set up better. Mm-hmm. Vince. Well, especially, you know, Brian, because I, I think, I hope, I hope Hunter knows this. Because, you know, Brian, I always refer to the wrestling bubble. And what I mean by wrestling bubble is, bro, there, there, there are people in the industry that have just been in that bubble for decades and decades and decades. And I think they lose sight of how a regular television casual fan looks at this show. Now, Chris, why I agree with you is because of this. And I hope Hunter realizes this. Bro, casual fans remember if you've been beaten. Like, they know, they have not forgotten that Jeff Hardy beat Karrion Cross. Yeah. So part of erasing that stigma is, he now he's got to kill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, now if he comes out and destroys people, like you said, Chris, now, okay. But, I mean, the casual fan, they do not forget when people that's why i mean brian back before us you know the the bundies and the big john studs and we can go on and on those yeah. guys never lost they, no, they, they were no. they were untouched before they got to bruno or or hulk yeah, yeah. you know so yeah. that that's why i think brian I, I think chris because of what they did and, and you know again this is vince not hunter yeah because of what vince did right you really need to bring him back you know, looking to kill. Yeah, yeah. I don't Has he think been on I TV think... again. Uh, Karen. Yeah, 
Yeah, he came. He uh, he came back, and uh, after the attack last week, he cut a promo backstage, and okay. Drew was about to come out, and he kind of looked, kind of peered over, and saw Drew going out, you know, from Gorilla. Okay, so yeah, yeah he was represented anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, I don't, I don't disagree with you guys. I mm-hmm. think it's, uh, I think that would have been better for his character. Um, I think. They could still. Was, they could still. I was just about to say that. Yeah, that's my point. Is yeah, yeah. Is Hunter made a wave with with his with him showing up, yeah. and he and he didn't do it in Dolph Ziggler's match. He did it in Roman Reigns's match. Yeah. So so and and now holy mackerel, the internet, all the ones who hate us, who drive the conversation. If you're if you're looking for any conversation on on wrestling on social media. All of them popped and said, Hunter's the best. You know what I mean? And I think that was the, hey, the regime has changed and you're going to see changes starting now. And I think that was one of them. I think to y'all's point now, they'll start the rebuilding process and make him a killer. And he can go, like I said, he can go both ways. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, I think they should. I definitely <laughs> think they should make him a killer. Like, I, I, I think that... I would prefer them kind of taper off of the Drew uh, thing right now, and then he he just kind of he just run roughshod. There's plenty of names right now on the SmackDown roster, you know, as he uh, baby faces right now that he can just run roughshod over and just have that killer rebranding. Uh, because again, you don't you don't want to keep the stench of the public audience seeing you from what you were before you know well look i i I, and i can i can uh predict right now like he'll beat drew in the future for the title i don't know that i can see that i can totally see that Mm because hunter will put a rocket to him hunter will make him a killer again and in the meantime drew will have a couple of defenses and you know what i mean and here we go and then then it's time to move on yeah, and I actually wouldn't be opposed to that if it was booked right. You know, what I mean, yeah. I, I think that makes sense to me. You know, what Drew dethroning Reigns, and then you know he him. You know, there's heels, there's Sheamus still out there. There's other things that can be yeah. filler. You know, for for a few. Hey, and if that story's told right, that may be next mania. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, Terry exactly. Cross versus Drew McIntyre. Exactly. Holy mackerel! Yeah. Although I don't for I gotta for for me, and I'm interested in knowing what you feel about this, Brian. Like. Baby faces losing at Mania unless there's a really, really good reason why. I'm not a yeah. big fan. I, I think of like feel good spectacle. Everybody's kind of coming in from the casual crowd. You want to make people look feel feel good. It's kind of like a glorified house show in a sense. Yeah. A lot of times, I, I agree with that. But I think you could do that and have it be more of a passing of the torch moment than a than a ha ha I beat you and have mm-hmm. Drew shake his hand or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. There, there's something. There's a way to do it. I think. I'm open to that as far as the handshake moment, passing the torch, because I yeah. think I actually think that Karrion Cross can be a really, really good killer babyface. Yeah. I, I think that I think I agree, and I think he kind of is mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. But let's see how the the a broader audience yeah. uh, accepts yeah. it. You know what yeah. I mean? Once we dropped them to the Usos, like we we were, they, just, they were still booking us. You know what I mean? Because right, right, it was right. like, oh, there's a. And so I, I went to Hunter and and Vince both and said, I, I can't do this anymore. I was literally, I felt like I was slowing people down in the ring, mm-hmm. and it 
I don't. I can't think of another word. It disgusted me. What's going on, everybody? This is Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of Where's the Pellet Guns? Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> the Wrestling Outlaws, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you pop me every time like a child. I'm like, oh, a you did. I, I, I know. know. I, look, I, I am a child, so <laughs> so you should respond in kind. <laughs> We have uh, we have Hall of Famer Road Dog Brian James in the building. We have former WCW World Heavyweight Champion Vince Russo in the building. Both of those both of those are heresy, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, can I hijack the show for a second? Absolutely, absolutely. Just just be sure to stay uh, in the center of the screen. I will. I will. uh, Yeah, (laughs) Brian, I want to ask you a question. Okay. I now I know Brian and uh, listen, bro. T- I worked with two different types of wrestling, and so did Brian. Okay. There are there are the marks in the ring, and then there are the old school wrestlers that are all about business and money. And I, I'm do okay. You want me to do what? And what am I getting paid for that? I would put Brian in that category. Yeah. Brian was all business, without a shadow of a doubt. With that being said, Brian, we had a discussion, uh, Chris and I earlier. And I've had this this discussion with Disco and a few other people, okay? You know how the WWE, you know, likes to keep going back to the well, you know, whether numbers are down or whatever. Call call Bill, call Trish, call this one, call (laughs) that one. I want to ask you a question. This is just personal for you. You don't need the money. It's not a matter of dollars and cents because at the end of the day, bro, if you need the money, do it. 1,000%. Go back and do it. But say, Brian, you don't need the money. Everything's cool. You saved your money. You're set. Say years down the road, they... That you you become... You and Billy become that guy. We're going to bring back the New Age Outlaws. Call them for WrestleMania. 2026. We're going to call back the New Age... (laughs) I, bro, I got to ask you a question. Um, not needing the money, is legacy important to you? Like, in other words, what you accomplished in your career, when people say New Age Outdogs, New Age Outlaws and Road Dogs, there's a picture of you immediately, and we remember the promo. But now when you come back in later years, let's face it, you're older, you're slower, you're... How important is legacy to you like i said you don't need the money you're well off but they keep wanting you to bring how important is is legacy to you and even before you answer that brian to even add another layer to that every time you come back you lose <laughs> like you're booked to lose every time yeah, you come well, back. yeah yeah. yeah yeah well look funny you said that because i don't i wouldn't have to be booked that way if they're bringing me back i would say please let me do the honors for somebody that we're trying to uh, you know do something with but it's funny you that we, you brought this up because look i went to in 2014 me and billy had that little run and the idea the whole time was to was to get the titles and then drop them to the usos uh and that was the idea once we dropped them to the usos like we we were st- they they were still booking us you know what i mean because it was like oh there's and so i i went to hunter and and vince both and said i I can't do this anymore i was literally i felt like i was slowing people down in the ring Mm -hmm. and it i I don't i can't think of another word it disgusted me it was you know what i mean it was like oh god don't be that don't do that don't be that guy and so almost that uh supersedes 
the legacy part because you're right. I, I look, I chased a dream. I don't know if there's such thing as legacy in in professional wrestling. I mean, let's be honest with each other. Uh, but but do people remember me? Will people remember me? Yeah, I chased a dream and I grabbed it and I got to do it on, on a big level. And so, mission accomplished. Now I don't want to do that anymore. You know what I mean? And and, and Brian, I. What, what, what do you think is the difference? Because man, I, I always I always think about these things. What do you think is the difference between now now somebody like you and bro? You're an extreme case because. This is generations and gener. This is in the blood with the Armstrongs. Yeah. yeah. But what do you think? What do you think is the difference between somebody like you? I, I, I did it. It's in my rearview mirror. Now I'm moving on to that to that wrestler that just needs that spotlight. What 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 is the difference? I don't know. Look, it's like that addiction. I, I God speed uh to scott hall you know god uh, rest his soul but i remember him on that espn thing saying what do you do when the cheering stops and that was so uh deep to me you know what i mean yeah. because but but i think the answer is you, you life goes on the show must go on and this time the show is my life you know what i mean and so right, right, right. so I, I i gotta i gotta get over it i gotta and i don't know if it's ego and i look i love going back out there and getting a pop um but it's not that important to me. I'd rather not, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. look, I don't know what the difference is. I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. I don't want to call those people a mark because some of them may have a, have, have a business strategy and go, no, I'm going to go back. I'm going to make this, I'm going to do that. And you know what I mean? It may be all planned out and good now, to go. Was, was your dad the same way, bro? Did your dad pretty much have the same mindset that you have right now? Well, look, he was still wrestling when he turned 80 years old. Yeah. He had a because he could. Because he could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He was. Old uh, Bullock can still do some collar yeah, elbows. He can still, right? he can still walk up and he can still chop the crap out of you. Um, so, so, but it was. But it looked like an 80 year old man in the ring. You know what I mean? You can't get around that. And and I couldn't fathom seeing myself like that, like standing outside myself and going, uh, you know, and because look, it is different. Like Billy Gunn's still doing it, but he looks like he should still be doing it. Yes, so, uh, so yes, that's, yeah. that's a different case, you know, yeah, he's a yeah. freak. Yeah. Got you. All right. Go ahead, Chris, back to you. No, that was good. That was a good, uh, way to, uh, open up the show. Good, uh, good point. And it's, it's interesting. Cause I, you know, Vince and I was talking, you know, and I was talking about the rock, you know I mean? The rock does, you know, he, he does the you know the whole thing and i you know was talking about just the psychology behind it from a doctor doctor standpoint the dopamine and things like that and i can get it but the thing is there's a difference between a promo and coming out for a segment and things like that like when you came back for dx segments and things like that i get it it was yeah. just the high in the moment but it's different than just hey guess what we're going to put you in your tights again and then you're going to just go ahead and put this person over and yeah. then six months later Oh yeah, we got someone else we want we want you to put over, and then two months later, oh yeah, we want you to put over the. At the, at what point is it, this putting over no, is no longer putting over? I guess that's my question to you. Yeah, uh, well, it depends on who, who the guy is. You know, it is the guy, and I don't know who you're talking about, but if the guy is has been a dominant guy and and in the past, like it's okay. Well, he might he might do it this time. You know what I mean? I look, I I don't know. I don't understand the psyche because I don't. I don't think that way, you know. Bro, I got to tell you this great story, Brian, because I saw one of your interviews this past week with that gentleman from the UK. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you were telling the story about uh, Terry Funk in the box and you're hearing the chainsaw. <laughs> and then you said, I don't know why it, could, why it just could be Terry Funk. Can I tell you why he couldn't have been Terry Funk? Yes, please. Can I explain it to you? Because you'll get the biggest kick out of it in the world. 
Okay. Yes. Two things were happening at the time. It was me, Vince, and Cornette on creative. And two things were happening at the, at the time, Brian. First of all, Cornette is pushing Terry Funk down Vince's throat. Every oh. five minutes, Terry Funk, Terry Funk. At the same time, Jim Cornette makes the statement to Vince, hell, put him in a box. Keep him down ringside for, for he's, he's talking about anybody in general. Anytime anybody's in a box, they're instantly over. So he, he wanted to put somebody in a box ringside, keep the box there for like four weeks, and when the guy comes out, he's going to instantly be over because everybody in a box is instantly over. Well, yeah. guess what? Vince married the two, bro. So guess who came out of the box? <laughs> I knew. Oh, believe you me, there was no doubt really why he was Chainsaw Charlie. <laughs> and the thing about it was poor Terry had nothing to do with it, bro. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. yeah, you know. But Vince was like, okay, you want Terry? You want a guy coming out of a box? No problem, man. I, and look, that's what I love about Vince is like he would do something like that just because yes. he can. Yes. And and while you go like, oh, well, that's, uh, you know, whatever. Like, no, he can do that. And that's how he lives his life. I think it's great. Yeah, so. That's Vince McMahon for you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, two people who I think are more over than Vince McMahon. You're talking about me? I am. And Vince? I am. I, am. Oh, I don't know about pew, that. Pew, pew. He's, got like, he's got like millions of followers on Twitter. Pew, pew. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, what is I, that? It, literally, literally nothing. <laughs> I just said it. It means literally Twitter is not real. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stop.